You're listening to How to Win with Mike Moore, the podcast that provides you with practical insights on how to win in every arena of life. Hello, I'm Mike Moore, and welcome to this Thursday edition of the How to Win podcast. These podcasts are based off 2 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 14. It says, now thanks be unto God who always causes us to triumph in Christ Jesus. I'm so glad to have you this Thursday. Listen, I want you to tag a friend, let them know that we're live, and I want you to share uh, this podcast. We've been teaching on a series entitled Toxic Relationships 101. This is a nine-lesson series, nine lessons, and this is our eighth lesson. Our eighth, so we're almost there toward the end. Today we're going to talk, today we're going to talk about getting off my property For the last seven lessons, we've been talking about controlling relationships and selfish relationships. But we're going to talk from the subtopic today, get off my property. And we're going to be talking about the importance of boundaries. Usually when you have controlling relationships or selfish relationships or other kinds of destructive relationships is because one or more of the partners have failed to establish boundaries. Now, boundaries are both scriptural and necessary for healthy relationships and healthy situations. Let's go to the scriptures for just a moment in Genesis chapter 1, verse 6 and verse 10. Genesis chapter 1, verse 6 and 10 in the New Living Translation. We see in scripture that God set boundaries. Here's what the text says. The God, then God said, let there be a Space between the waters to separate the waters of the heaven from the waters of the earth. God called the dry ground land and the waters he called seas. And God saw that it was good. So God established boundaries. Proverbs chapter, <coughs> pardon me, Proverbs chapter 8. Proverbs chapter 8, verse 29, in the New Living Translation, wisdom is speaking. Wisdom says, I was there when God set the limits of the seas so that they would not spread beyond their boundaries. And when he marked off the earth foundation, notice wisdom says that I was there when God set the limits of the seas. Think about it. If God had set no limits to how far the sea could uh, expand, then we would be drowned in water. But God set up boundaries where the sea, you'll be here, land, you'll be right here, and sea, you can go only so far. Now, what is a boundary? A boundary is a property line. A boundary clarifies where you end 
and another person begins, where you end and another person begins. And let's look at why boundaries are important, so very important. And again, I say, when people are in controlling relationships, selfish relationships, and they stay there, is because one or more partners have not established boundaries. So what are the what are why are boundaries so important? Boundaries clarify what you're for and what you're against. Boundaries clarify what you're for and what you're against. Boundaries clarify what you will or will not tolerate in a relationship. Boundaries clarify what you will or will not clarify in relationships. Now, there are two books that I highly recommend. I think they're really good books in this area of boundaries. There's a book called Boundaries. It was co-authored by Dr. Henry Cloud and Dr. John Townsend. Boundaries. Now, Dr. John Townsend author another book entitled Beyond Boundaries. I highly recommend those books. And Dr. Townsend, uh, in his book, Beyond Boundaries, said that there are two major kinds of boundaries. There are defining boundaries and protective boundaries. Now, pro- defining boundaries, value, values, are established, they establish your values or uh, what you consider to be important or valuable. These boundaries, defining boundaries, establish who you are and what you consider to be important or valuable in your life, whether it's your relationship with God, whether it's your family, whether it's integrity, you value integrity, you value honesty, you value giving, you value service. So defining boundaries, establish who you are and what you believe is important or you consider to be valuable. He said that protective boundaries are designed to protect us from hurtful or dangerous behavior of others. Protective boundaries are designed to protect us from hurtful or dangerous behavior of others. Now, within the scope of these two major boundaries, I like to share with you five other specific boundaries. We're talking about the importance of establishing boundaries in your life and especially in your relationship and in your situations. There are five other boundaries that I like to look at physical boundaries, emotional boundaries, sexual boundaries, intellectual boundaries, and financial boundaries. Now, Physical boundaries has to do with or involve the boundaries of proximity, the boundaries of proximity, how close you're going to be on individuals, how close, you know, I was um, looking uh, on my app 
uh, a news app the other day, and I, I saw a situation that happened recently between uh, some coaches and a basketball team, and 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 they got close to each other, but they were there was some always some anger there about this basketball game and they end up in proximity with each other and and one of the coaches end up reaching out and hitting the other uh coach well proximity boundaries and proximity especially if you're in an disagreement state, if you're in a disagreement, you never get too close to people that you're disagreeing with. Now, there's more to this story, but you, I think you get the point. You don't want to get up in somebody's face, especially if you're angry. Get away. Don't get up in people's face. Then there are touch boundaries, boundaries that that established the fact that in our relationship, we're not going to have any shoving. We're not going to have any pushing. We're not going to have any slapping. We're not going to have any kicking. We're not going to have harmful touch in this relationship. Boundaries, physical boundaries. And then in relationships, it's important to have emotional boundaries. Boundaries on the negative side. In other words, establishing how others will talk to you how you will talk to others, emotional boundaries that says no profanity, no name calling. Okay. We're not going to call each other names and we're not going to uh, ridicule. We're going to have some boundaries. Now there's a, a positive side of emotional boundaries where you establish a framework where you have space to refresh, to regroup, to reflect. That's a positive boundary. I, I need some time alone. I need some time to get myself together. Uh, you don't want relationships that they don't appreciate your need to have space, your need to refresh, your need to regroup. Then there's sexual brown. Uh, boundaries that relate to expectations around sexual intimacy. Okay, what is, what is not okay sexually? Mutual agreement. What will we mutually agree to do, not to do? Mutual consent. There should be mutual consent when it comes to sexual boundaries. Intellectual boundaries. Intellectual boundaries has to do with the freedom to have one's own ideas or beliefs or opinions. I have a right to have my own idea. I have a right to have my own opinion. I have a right to have my own beliefs. When people cross over, and they try to establish a control situation where you're no longer free to have your ideas or your opinions or your beliefs, then you cross over boundaries. But these boundaries need to be established in the beginning of relationships, intellectual boundaries, financial boundaries, especially if you're married. Uh, it's easier, uh, should be easier to establish financial boundaries when you're single. But when you're married and you're in a relationship, you have to establish boundaries in relations. As if your accounts are joint, financial accounts are joints, you got to establish some boundaries. Boundaries that 
uh, explain how will we handle unilateral decisions? Will one person be able to go into the count without consulting the other person? And if so, are there in limits on what one person can do with that joint account? Budget. A budget is a financial boundary uh, that establishes savings and spendings and discretionary funds. The reason why people struggle in their relationships is because they do not establish boundaries. Boundaries in the relationship. Boundaries in the relationship. My wife and I, in our financial uh, uh, dealings. We have personal income, a uh, personal funds that we take from the general fund, and we can use that any way we want to use that. There, there are no limits to how we can use our personal funds. But then we have a joint account, and in that joint account, we have to talk about that situation. You know, no unilateral decisions. When people decide to do underhanded stuff, uh, things that are dishonest, then they're crossing over boundaries, and then you're going to always have problems when you don't establish boundaries. Once you said that, boundaries, again, let's go to our definition. What are boundaries? Boundaries, clarify. Boundaries, establish what you're for and what you're against. Boundaries, clarify what you will and you will not tolerate in the relationship. You will not tolerate certain things in your relationship. Now, let's talk about the the, the purpose of, of the boundaries, the, the purpose. We talked about the importance, but let's talk about the purpose. The purpose of boundaries is not, now listen carefully, the purpose of boundaries is not necessarily established to control what everybody does or what someone else does. That's not the purpose of a boundaries to control what someone else does. I set these boundaries. No, boundaries are established to limit and protect us from the impact of others' activity, others' decisions. Our boundaries won't control people. It won't make people do certain things, but our boundaries will set limits on the impact of what others do on us. In other words, if uh, one person is destructive in their behavior, they they're just destruct. They have destructive personalities, controlling selfishness, and all these other things. Then boundaries won't stop them from being selfish or controlling. But boundaries will set limits and protect you from their destructive behavior. I hope you get that. What boundaries secondly will do will create a space of separation between you and someone else. I'll say that again. Boundaries 
will create a space or separation between you and someone else. And this space will create consequences, consequences for the other person. Now, the other person can choose to bridge the separation, bridge the separation by changing their behavior. Or the person can choose to create a distance in the separation by refusing to change their behavior. So I want to say that again. Your boundaries will not change what someone else do. Your boundaries is not created to control the behavior of others. Your boundaries are established to limit the activity and the destructive behavior of others and the impact of their behavior on you. Your uh, boundaries will create a space, a separation between you and them. Sometimes that's a physical separation. And sometimes that is just uh, a separation from their activity, but it creates a separation that creates a gap. It results in consequences for the other person. Sometimes the reason why people uh, control us and, and, and are destructive toward us because we don't establish cons- consequences. Your boundaries creates a separation, but it also results in consequences. In other words, I'm not going to allow your behavior to impact me in a destructive way any further. Now that's consequences for that person because that person now has to bridge that separation by changing his or her behavior or establish a distance in that separation by refusing to change. But consequences are established. You're not going to have a healthy relationship if you don't establish boundaries. Now, when we look in the Bible, we see that Jesus established defining boundaries, but he also established protective boundaries. Jesus Christ really valued his relationship with his father. He really valued prayer. When you value something, you have to make sure that you set boundaries so that what you value will not be diminished in any way. So we see Jesus valuing his relationship with his father. He valued prayer which necessitated that he be alone with his father, but he's got 12 followers. He's got 12 disciples and they are living with him. So let's look at the scripture and let's see how he created a separation. He created a boundary. And the first boundary that he created was positive. 
Okay, it wasn't anything negative going on. It says in Mark chapter 1, verse 35 in the New Living Translation. Mark chapter 1, verse 35 in the New Living Translation. It says, before daybreak the next morning, now this is after Jesus has been ministering to this great crowd of people. I mean, he's been healing the sick, deliverance and setting captives free. He'd been going all day long. And then it says before daybreak the next morning, Jesus got up and went out into an isolated place to pray. Now, this is a boundary. It's a positive thing. It's a defining boundary. It's positive, okay? He separated himself. He went into an isolated place to pray. And then the Bible, the Bible says that later Simon, verse 36, this is Mark 1, 36, later Simon and the others went out to find him. Now, notice Jesus separated himself. He created a space because he valued his relationship with his father and he valued prayer. So he established boundaries, (coughs) pardon me, that would separate him from others so that he could, could handle that important issue in his life, those important issues in his life, his relationship with his father and time along with prayer. That there's, there's nothing negative about this. We see another situation that was not negative, but we will still see he established some boundaries. In Matthew 14, 22, 23, uh, in the prior verses, Jesus had fed the 5,000. He had, he had fed the 5,000, and then it says immediately after this, after the feeding of the 5,000, he insisted that his disciples get back into the boat and cross over to the other side of the lake while he sent the people home. After sending them home, he went up into the hill by himself to pray. Night fell while he was there alone. Now notice the, the, the need and the value he placed on prayer that after ministering all day, he insisted that his disciples go to the other side. He wanted some alone time. See, there's nothing wrong with having a long time. You're never going to grow spiritually if you don't have some alone time. So he separated himself. He insisted that they go to the other side. There was nothing negative about it. He insisted that they go to the other side. Uh, He sent the multitude away. Then after he sent the multitude away, he went up into the mountain by himself and he prayed, and the Bible said he was there alone. He created space. Now, what am I saying? When you have relationships that don't allow you to have space, they're so needy or they, they're, they're so uh, in touch with you that you don't have space. You have to create boundaries 
so that you can have some space along with God, space to pray. And then really, to be honest with you, you need space to engage other relationships. And when you're in a relationship and an individual does not want you to engage in other relationships, that is problematic. And you have to make sure that you establish boundaries. I am married, but my wife needs space. She needs time away from me. I need space, a time away from her. It's not long time, but you just need time to refresh, to reflect, to get your thoughts together, and even to spend time with God. Now, there we see in Jesus' life also protective boundaries. There were boundaries that he would establish to protect him from the harmful, uh, destructive behavior of others. We see many occasions in many occasions in the uh, gospels where Jesus separated himself from people. Sometimes they were persecuting him. Sometimes they were uh, uh, trying to uh, act in a violent way toward him, and he would separate himself. There were protective boundaries that he would set up. I give you one in John chapter 8, verse 59. John chapter uh, 8, verse 59 in the New King James Version, it says, Then they took up stones to throw at him. But Jesus hid himself and went out of the temple, going through the midst of them, so passed by. Bible says there were people who got so angry at Jesus that they picked up rocks to stone him. Now, notice Jesus didn't say, well, I'm going to believe God that the rock's not going to hit me. I'm going to stand. I'm going to hang in here until it's over. No, he set a boundary. The Bible says he hid himself, and then he passed by. Now, listen, as I close today, I want you to, we were talking about get off my property, the importance of setting boundaries. You've got to set boundaries because boundaries are scriptural. Boundaries are important for healthy relationships and healthy situations. I trust that you were blessed by the lesson today. Uh, we're going to complete our series next week. This is a nine lesson series. We're going to deal with what you see is what you get. And we're going to talk about vision and we're going to talk about what does a, a unhealthy relationship look like? You should have that down by now, but we also going to show you what a healthy relationship looks like. If you can't see it, there's a good chance you won't experience it. So we're going to do that in our next session. I trust that you will bless. I pray that you have a great rest of the week, whether school or work or at home, whatever you're doing. I pray that you prosper and you be blessed next week. I'll see you next time. <music>